Hello and welcome to the latest This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by the Caves, a four-piece hailing from Glasgow, who are well and truly on the rise. Lads, thanks very much for coming on today. How are you all doing? Good. Good. Yeah, not too bad. The um, gonna have a bit of a moan because the uh, the weather down here in in uh, in the south of England is is pretty horrific at the minute. But uh, <laughs> other than that, it's all good. It's heavy gram up here as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just to sort of to kick things off and and to introduce the um the listeners in into who you are as a band, can you just sort of like go round and say who you are? Um, and what and what your role is within the band? Uh, Stop me. Uh, no worries. I'm Liam, and I play lead guitar. I'm the singer and play rhythm guitar. Dave. <laughs> 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 I've got the name for this. I'm Sean. I'm the and I've attempted backing vocals, but I'm Evan, and I'm the drummer. Great stuff. And uh, you were saying there just before we started off that you're um you're in the middle of rehearsals at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice stuff. So um can you kind of like then give us into a into a bit of a background, you know, in terms of how did the band start? How did you all meet each other? Um yeah, take it away. No, I think uh we and Dave met through music our music website we found through through Facebook. Uh, to find what like minded musicians to try and start a band, and I was like, I, I, "This was the guy." Aye, we were we were going for about, uh, was was about six months or something. Aye, six. And then months. Sean is Liam's wee brother, so then he joined. Uh, and then when did you when did you join? Yes, how long have you guys been going? Maybe it was like yeah. weird. It was like yeah. Stop, start, cause of COVID. Cause of COVID, um, I, it, was, it was in it. Like, it didn't really start until like Evan joined. I it was just really. after COVID, first time uh, we got like a lockdown. And I, I went on the website Bandmix because I was just looking for people to play in a band with. I didn't know anybody near me that was wanting to start a band. So I went on the website and then these are the first guys I met on it. Just hit the jackpot right away. Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, you won the lottery, man. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. So, um, in terms of the name, then, where did the caves? You know, who came up with the idea within the band? For, for where, where did that come from? <laughs> we were searching for band names for, uh. For ages, and every band name we came up with was already a band name. So uh, I don't know. I think we were having a conversation one night with your mum, and I'm pretty sure she she said something similar. And I just said, "What about the caves with a K?" And as soon as I said that, I think I fucking hated it. So we just went with that. <laughs> 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 it kind of stuck. Right. There was a few ideas on about, but they, I felt like they were a bit they were too long, or they were. Or they were so um who um who would you say within the band is kind of like the practical joker 
the one person that the rest of you are constantly having to keep an eye on and, and wondering what they're going to be um what they're going to be up to next. Oh yeah, if you've got them on it, it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about anyone's hair choices. To be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> and, and, and what makes um what makes him the, the him the practical joker then? I've no idea, man. This is a pure shock to me. I think we're all kind of just as stupid as each other. I've got to say, I think we are smart enough to come up with some practical jokes. Oh, okay, nice. And in terms of, obviously, you know, here with us at at This Is The Music, we're obviously trying to, you know, promote new bands, you know, like yourselves. Um, Are there any bands or artists that kind of like over the, well, in, say, 2022 that that have really caught your attention at all? There's been quite a few. There's a uh, like we've got to know a few bands in the scene that we're kind of. There's a band called the Exhales, who we played with, um, the Nice and Sleazy's guy, man. They've, they've got a good song at Silver Smiling, so they're pretty good. And uh, there's like other bands like kind of old romance. Uh, Try to think who else. Uh, there's been quite the latitude as well. There was a band I was listening to. Um, they called again, I haven't seen it. Uh, the Sooks, is it? Um, they've got a song called Lucy. Yeah, yeah. It's a great song. I think they're Australian. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I think they've got a really good sound on that song, so it'll be interesting to see what they do next. Yeah, sure. And how about you, Evan? And Sean, have you got any at all? There was a band that we played a few months ago. We played them a few times, actually, called The Modern Kind. Yeah, uh, like an Oasis vibe to them. Uh, they just put an EP a few months ago, and personally, I think they're really good. But they've not got a lot, a lot of listeners and stuff. But I think they they deserve more than what they've got, basically. Yeah, they're, they're sure. Live band, like live, they they've got a lot of energy, um, and they're, they're really sound guys as well. So I uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I we played them in a pub last year. I think they all got kicked out after the gigs. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Living rock and roll to the uh, to the full there by the sounds of it. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> so obviously you've um, you guys obviously have, have released three singles so far, um, which are all fantastic tunes. I'd like to kind of like focus on on your recent single, Premonitions. Um obviously you've got a great melody to it and, and a real hypnotic um uh, guitar riffs. So kind of like, how did this song come about in terms of the writing and the recording process? Uh, I think I, did I, say, I yeah. sent came with an idea. I sent like an idea, to, I sent two ideas to Liam and then one you said basically, that's shite and that one's good. <laughs> so that seems was a good one. Uh, like, like the song was like, the kind of, how the first part of the song is with the riff. Yeah. The verse or the melody. And then kind of, that the first two verses, basically the first talk of the song was what you sent. Aye, aye. What we worked on and then we just took it to the studio and just finished it again. Aye. Aye, we worked on that bridge for ages, didn't we? Yeah, the, the, the bridge at the end, just after, uh, just before the big outro, I think that was like, 
that was like the last kind of part we worked on. Yeah, to uh, change it up a little bit. It was um, fun though, because it was, it was so a hard work to get it right. First yeah. film we kind of all done together. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, everyone was like, had their own little part to it, and, and it, everyone was involved, so it was it was quite a good a good one to have next, I think. Yeah, sure, and, and was that recorded in a, in a you know, in a, a recording studio, or is that something that you guys, you know, uh, managed to do yourselves, to, you know, the recording and, and the mixing, yeah. that type of stuff? We, we demoed it first and then went to Mark Morrow, who's a guy in Edinburgh. Um, we recorded two tracks for him, um, and he was he was really good. We just took, took we just took two days off work, all of us, and then just headed down there for two days. Yeah, a hotel and, and recorded two songs, um, and it was good because we'd not been to Edinburgh as a band, or we'd literally just been in Glasgow. Um, so it was, it was pretty good. Holiday, uh, it was a wee mini holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Great city as well, Edinburgh as well. Um, yeah, so, so glad I go to the hotel that night, man. We saw easily the maddest fucking thing ever. We saw this guy like it's in a, at the Leaf Docks where this which got hotel was or B and B, and there's these like kind of empty fields with like, trees. And was this guy like fighting one of the trees? Uh, I started crunching the branches. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't want to know what he was, what he'd been up to to get in that state. <laughs> and and obviously there with, with the three singles that you've done so far, um, have, have any of you got like a particular favourite um, from what you've released? Uh, I do new one. Uh, uh, I think live, what's in your head's pretty good because it's got a lot of energy to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it translates better. It's still good, but I think. Live, it just is yeah. different uh, because that, it's so that's been the song that we kick off with. Uh, says, we start our sets with what's in your head, um, right? And it kind of is good because I kind of feel worse after it a little uh, bit. Yeah, right. It takes away the nerves a wee bit. It makes like, everybody absolutely shake yourself before stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, obviously, you just mentioned um, a little previously as well there about um, like some of the gigs that you've played, like predominantly in um, obviously in Glasgow. Um, you obviously played at the nice and sleazy uh, venue, and obviously a show as well at, um, at Broadcast. Obviously, they're you know pretty prestigious venues, aren't they? In, in Glasgow, so kind of like from your perspective as a band, how how did those shows go? Um, and for people like myself that, that haven't actually been able to see you live yet, um, what can they expect from a cave show? A lot of uh, variety, right. um, and like we finally can of. I think it like curate a set list that flows better. Yeah, because you know, a couple of gigs with songs that were like kind of quite similar, and it was all like kind of one level. Whereas now we like, you know, we've got like acoustic slow songs and those fast songs and those like songs that are kind of bit more weird as shit, but they're really fun to play, man. And yeah. it just flows better, you know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, yeah. First time seeing his live. Like you might know the singles if we, if we decide to play them because like I like I like playing new songs that nobody's ever heard. Uh, so there's always like a bit of variety. And I think you never really know what you're going to get. The well, we do, but you just don't. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's been a lot of different people that have came to the gigs, and they've got a lot of different interests. Uh, and I feel like some of our slower acoustic songs are more suited to some people, and then. Some of our heavier songs are suited to others, so I, I think those are good. 
I was a good match. Talk to people after a gig and asking them what their favourite song is, and you get different answers from different people. Yeah. Whereas if we had just one song that was stand out better than the rest, then everybody would say that one song. Yeah. But I think because we've got such a good mix of songs, getting all these different answers from people. I've noticed that. Uh, they came more recent gigs, but people have been singing along to the songs a lot more as well. The unreleased ones. Yeah, the unreleased ones. Uh, and it's, there's a song at the end. I don't know if I'm out as well, but they basically hear where F and go. Because <laughs> 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 I remember we were playing in uh, Nice and Sleazies, and everybody was loving it. And I looked out at the crowd, and there was my man, Dalla. Yeah, where Brilliant, that sounds like that could be a new single, next single release. Uh, yeah, definitely. Thanks so much. <laughs> that was like the reason why Premonitions was our next single, because we played that, the first time we played that was King Tut's, um, and a few other gigs, and then that was getting spoken about the most, along with like another song, so that kind of gave us confidence to put that out. Mm, yeah, it sure, well, as I said before, it's a, I'm not surprised to hear that, because it's a fantastic song. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So, um, obviously, there you, you, you're currently rehearsing. Is 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 that looking forward to, to sort of gigs for the you know for the for the rest of the year at all, or is that um just sort of like a standard you know sort of band band meet up type thing? Well, uh, one more gig to end the year. At, uh, we're head headlining a place called Room Two. Yeah, and that's where we had our first ever gig just last yeah. October. So, but yeah, full circle moment. So, you know, hopefully, uh, it sells out in kind of a big way to end the year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and sorry, when did you say that gig was? Sorry, ninth uh, of December. Ninth of December. Yeah. So it's four weeks. Something four like weeks of Friday, man. Friday. Yeah, four weeks. Oh, okay, nice. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a <laughs> great way for you to end end the year, and, and we'll put the um. The ticket link um in in this episode bio as well and obviously as you say fingers crossed that um you know it sells out and be a, a good way for you guys to end the year end the year in style type thing you know yeah. so if um if you guys had um a musical time machine what era of music would you like to be transported back to that's a good question i think i would say I'd say maybe the 90s because 90s, I mean, that's 90s, where I feel like alternative stuff like peaked because I don't know like everything like just everything just looks so cool in the 90s man. I like it's, I, I, it was like kind of the perfect combination of everything being well but everything being absolute shite so I think it just be because <laughs> there's a lot of shit in the 90s but there's a lot of amazing stuff and I don't know, like, the past couple of reviews we've got, people have been saying, like, mentioning about Britpop, so I don't know if it's maybe fitting with that, because Britpop's only got a sound, there's just a lot of bands that were just happen to be Britpop mm. around that time, so... Because, like, some of the heavier stuff's quite grungy as well. Yeah, so, sure. Probably in the 90s, right? Yeah, I was probably saying 90s. Uh, I'd say 80s. Yeah. I, I love uh, Guns N' Roses is one of my favourite bands. Nice, yeah, Okay. Obviously, uh, Sean, you've just said there who, who your one of your musical influences in the um in Guns and Roses, but but for the rest of you, who are your musical inspirations and and kind of like why why is that? Uh, I think for me, 
talk about the 90s, I think uh, the Verve were a big one for me, Richard Ashcroft in particular, his songwriting. Yeah. Uh, His voice as well. It was, like, through school, he was, like, the first kind of 90s guy I was listening to, I would say. Um, And obviously, the the classics, Oasis and Stone Roses and that. Um, Aside from that, like, guitar bands like Led Zeppelin and some of those older bands, they've always been, like, quite important. Um, But well, I would say I was in the 90s. So the first first couple of bands that I really loved was uh, Stone Roses and Oasis. Yeah. I found out when I was like maybe 15, 16. Yeah. Them definitely. Um, Bernard and Tini, Scottish one. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a cracking voice, isn't he? Yeah. His last album was easily one of the most Unbelievable things I've ever heard. So um that's you just mentioned um Paolo and Tini's uh, last album it actually brings us on quite nicely to the next question, funnily enough. Um so can you remember what was the first album um or maybe single uh, that you purchased? Probably Spice Girls or something. <laughs> the classic. My sister's probably bought me Spice Girls, probably something like that. Can I remember the first album I bought when I was a wee guy? It might have been some worse, but I remember the first vinyl I bought was uh, a catfish in the bottom end. When they were like, you know, the thing uh, back, back then. Yeah, yeah. Sugar beds or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was married, I was a leader. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I remember buying for 99p on iTunes though was a uh, Mockingbird by Eminem. No. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> Let me buy it because that's no. very in it soon. <laughs> <laughs> the first album I got, I had it. Uh, had this one on my Christmas list, so I was getting <laughs> really excited for it. It was uh, the Killers direct hits album. Nice, yeah. and like that was I listened to it on repeat for like that whole holiday. Right. Yeah. It was a holiday we went on as a family, like back then, man, and that was just played constantly. I think my dad had this mad Ford Focus killing machine, man, <laughs> all the time. But that, uh, that direct hits album was getting played all the time. It was a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> Some great choices in there. And um, what is your favourite chocolate bar? Oh. Um, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I've been going through a good peanut man. butter. Good man. Yeah. Kinder Bueno for me. Kinder Bueno. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a heavy snobby option here, right? But uh, Toblerone. You only get that. Oh, you get a Tesco man. Like after eights or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I, f- I think as soon as this is finished, I'm I'm off now. I'm I'm getting one one of it, one each of them. I think. Break off to watch mine. And um, keeping with the food theme, what is your favourite flavour of crisps? So. So they out there flavour uh prawn cocktail is my favourite. I but what 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 type of oh, oh, so it's flavour? Oh, 
Oh, I'm going out as well, Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying uh, tangy cheese Doritos. I think I'm going to go extra skimmy, man. And go Space Raiders. Oh, shit! Oh, oh, old school. <laughs> 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 and um, like last one on the uh, on, on on the food uh, on the food section. Um, are you Chinese or are you Indian when you're choosing your takeaway? Chinese, 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 Chinese. Chinese. I'd say Indian, I think. I think so. That's up to our chicken. Indian? I think so. Yeah. I like spicy food, so Indian for me. If not, uh, Singapore fried rice from the Chinese. Nice, nice stuff. And just sort of as well, going going back now then on, on to the music side of things, obviously you've mentioned there um, the gig that you've got coming up on, on the 9th of December. It, what else is in the pipeline for you boys? Uh, well, I think we're going back to Edinburgh February. Yeah. To record two more songs. So is that quite done? Yeah. Hopefully. I think we've got this... We've got a second single coming. Uh, when The first time we went to Edinburgh, um, when we recorded Premonitions, we also uh, recorded another song. Right, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and, and is that planned to be... <laughs> And is that planned to be released before the end of the year, or are you looking more into twenty twenty three now? January, I think about. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then, and 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 obviously, you've you've spoken there going back to Edinburgh in uh, February for, for to hopefully record three more songs. Are you looking? Would they be released as sort of standalone singles, or are you looking at, at maybe like the EP route or something like that at all? Probably like a standalone singles because. I think if we've done an EP, we'd like to kind of just do like, I don't know, four or five tracks, release one as a single, then oil it, rather than releasing oil it as a singles first, and then kind of thing. But, eh, uh, that'll take like a week and kind of record a, a few songs. I think what's good as well is we've got like, we've got songs already there that are just needing recorded, that we've played yeah. live, a lot of live, so um, it's not like, well, like, looking for songs to write to mm-hmm. so we've got plenty of stuff there that we, we want to record it's just getting the time to get it out there and, and getting the time to record it and, and obviously trying to like promote them all individually so they get enough attention do you know what I mean as well yeah um, yeah we're planning for next year to spend more time recording and releasing rather than gigging because we've done in the past year I think we've done like 11 hometown gigs or something I which is quite a lot for considering we've only been a band like just over a year. Yeah. Um, 13, is it now? Right. I mean, so there's like so so many times people can come and see you in Glasgow. So, so I think after this one in December, we'll be well, last in Glasgow anyway for a good while. So yeah. hopefully people see that and check themselves and buy a ticket. Quite. A wee bit and get a lot more gigs kind of festival slots, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, sure. And 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 just sort of as we are sort of you know looking that way, um, in terms of where we are in, in, in the year, would you guys ever consider maybe releasing a either an original, um, or maybe a cover of a of a Christmas song? Uh, I don't know, I, I, I would. Don't know. Cash in, absolutely. I'd cash in. I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like a lot of Christmas songs are. Jesus, uh, I, I think I, every day they teach. Uh, when a band does a Christmas song, it 
we sometimes take away from or not take away from, but it's just um, it's just there's already there's already like Christmas songs that are classics that are going to get outplayed and overplayed yeah. all the time. So it would be hard to kind of break that barrier. You'd need to write an absolute belter, you know. You'd but, also need to, like sound Christmassy, like if, if that makes sense. Aye. Like you can, you'd need to be able to. Like maybe not any a Christmas song. Maybe not this stage because it, it would get lost in all that Christmas power. Aye. Uh, what what if it becomes your, your most well known song and then you're just not listening to it? Aye. 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 Brilliant stuff. Dave. Evan, Liam and Sean, that is unfortunately the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for taking time out from your rehearsal this evening um, to come on the latest This Is The Music Meets podcast. Um, it's been great having you on and, and getting a little bit of uh, you know, an insight into you as a band and, and obviously how you started. Um, but just before you go, can you let the listeners know what social media platforms you are on? Instagram as the caves underscore and that is the same as twitter and facebook and spotify like tiktok we're on tiktok which i keep forgetting about <laughs> well there you go we will you know we now know where, where you can find, find the lads and uh we would include all of those uh links on the episode bio um for you as well um, as I say, thanks again for coming on. Um, and all that is left for me to say to you is thank you for tuning in to the This Is The Music Meets The Caves podcast. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button uh, to receive all of the latest This Is The Music Meets podcasts. We will see you all again very, very soon. <laughs>